48-hour art check, best of podcast. We go live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 p.m. California time. If you'd like to join us in the chats on YouTube, you can check that out at coreykerr.com slash 48HR. Today's episode, we are talking about material value versus perceived value. And so um, what I, what I, the reason I brought this up is because I think this is, um, when, when art meets commerce, I think this is one of the major things um, that is also is a conflict, but is also the value that artists bring to the table. Like if you look at the, if you hold that monkey junk comic up again that Chris did, the material value of that is exceptionally low, right? There's a staple, there's some paper, there's some ink. The, the, the monetary cost of that, the material cost of that, you know, is, is maybe at most a couple bucks, um, but is, is, is probably less. But the perceived value of that is actually in what is brought to the table by the humanity that's added to it. And so in this example, Chris, um, you know, with, with another person went in and they wrote and drew and created this and they take, they take something that has an exceptionally low material value and we perceive a significantly higher um, value on that that is actually more than money. And that's where, that's where it's kind of an interesting thing. And you can always know that something is worth more than money when people are willing to trade money for it, right? Mm -hmm. If I have money and you have something that I perceive value in, I value that more than the money I have. I will give you this money in exchange for that thing. And that's what I think yeah. is, is really amazing about, uh, about creation is that you can take something where the raw materials um, are worth X and then because you choose to be vulnerable or tell a story or tell a joke or, you know, communicate in some way um, that it takes that, that low monetary material value and it adds a lot of perceived value. And I think that's because, and there's probably a number of reasons, um, it helps other people connect with the people. And, and I think yeah. as, as social creatures, um, as people who feel empathy, as people who want to be entertained, as people who are seeking kind of connection and emotion and experience um, that things are worth more than the paper that they're printed on because of the perceived value. And so the, the idea, and I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but the idea that I wanted to talk about is, is maybe like, what is it that you can do in your work to make sure that you are, you are adding a higher amount of perceived value versus, you know, like here is a chunk of gold. You know, the material value yeah. of this gold unformed, you know, is pretty high because, you know, people, you know, have material value placement on that. Whereas, you know, paper or canvas or pixels on a screen or whatever um, can have a significantly high um, perceived value um, compared to the material value. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that a lot. Um, I mean, it's interesting because I'm tempted to get into the whole is there really material value kind of conversation? Cause yeah. if you, you know, just, and this is, I think valuable for artists, but if you really consider things that, um, you know, your, your kind of standard business guy, like wall street type is going to tell you has value. You know, a lot of it is actually very much based on perceived value. You know, right. like they, they value a, a, a pamphlet from a bank that basically says like this has value right. and it only has value because everybody agrees it has value. Right. So 
in a weird way and gold works in the same way it's a limited resource but as a as a metal um there are only so many components to it that are really helpful like outside of i mean you can use it but it's not as usable as like steel it's not as usable right. as a lot of metals that you know construct buildings around us and like yeah. have a real like functional value it, it, but we've it, just it, all it conducts electricity well and it doesn't rust exactly yeah yeah so but there that's are some about it those values are great for like plating there's right. a lot of value to it but what's interesting is like the 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 heightened value of it is, is partially due to and the, this is going to tie in to the perceived value thing but it's it's tying into rarity right um like or scarcity and then um outside of that like just the fact that the general community has agreed that that's a thing that w we trade with right. you know that has value so so scarcity and then a community agreeing that there's value in it so this is where i'll tie it in with art i think that artists um can basically create a perceived value um that comes very close to a material value um by basically uh the scarcity of of what they're putting out meaning um you can you could play that up by doing like limited runs or a sure. uh, signed and numbered print so it's like a, a false scarcity um you could also do that if you think of that in like quality um if you're making artwork of like an unusually high quality um that in itself is scarce yeah so like you think about you know like uh, like neil adams would be a good good example it's like that, that's a pretty scarce type of artist there aren't a lot of people who have that skill level yeah and so when you see that skill level you see value because it's so scarce it's so rare um or you could talk about just you know the, the corner of the market you're hitting like like stories you know like are you hitting the same old or are you doing something kind of unique and and scarce um and then similarly like the whole society agreeing that it has value that's a huge thing with art where you know if you can get a community to agree that what you're making or doing has value then you're suddenly making money <laughs> right and 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 not not money like physical money but you're making something as valuable as money if not more valuable than money and and, and the idea of making money rather than earning money uh yeah. I, I love that concept we should we should earmark that for for another another episode but the, uh, th this idea, um, this idea of value, um, it, it, it's all perception, right? And yeah. so even on the material side of things, the perception is based on the utility, right? Mm -hmm. And so my, my perceived value of, of that material is based on what I can do with it, what I can turn it yeah. into, you know, it's, it's use, it's utility, um, yeah. but the, the thing that I like about the, the, the added value of creativity, um, and finished products along those lines is that it taps into something deeper, um, you know, than a hammer or, you know, a, an iron girder, you know, or something, because it's something that, that separates us from, um, it's still useful, but it's, it's utility is at a, almost a deeper spiritual level or or mental level or emotional level in the way that it, in the way that it, it teaches us or entertains us or scares us or 
you know, kind of expands that. And it reminds me of the old saying, um, talking about the businessman, you know, who, who doesn't appreciate his human capital and uses terms like human capital, uh, you know, um, cause if you guys don't know, human capital is a business term that talks about the people, uh, that you are working alongside in a way that you can quantify in numbers, um, which to me is, is very degrading and literally dehumanizing because you're taking somebody who is a human and you are dehumanizing them into something that you can count and measure and track. Um, and those people, it's said above them, it's said about them that they know the cost of everything, but the value of nothing. And I think yeah. it's really interesting to differentiate between the cost of something and the value of something because the value of something can be very little. And it reminds me of the story, um, you know, where there's this kid who has a coin collection and somebody's looking at it. And I saw this on a TV show or a movie or something. I can't remember what it is. Maybe somebody in the chats can remember, but he was, he was going through it and they were all like, these are worthless. These are just common coins. And, and he was like, oh no, this is the change I got when my dad took me to this baseball game and bought me a hot dog. And you know, th this seven cents came from, you know, this time and each one of those very common, not costly, totally not rare coins to this kid represented these experiences. And so they had a huge yeah. amount of value, but their cost was just exactly what they were. It was seven cents or 25 cents or 10 cents. Or For whatever. sure. Yeah. And it, it's, it's fascinating. The fact that um, there is so much depth to the value of art to the point where I, I rarely hear somebody say, like uh you know they were depressed and then they got a ton of money and suddenly their their life got better yeah um usually you know maybe that's a temporary solution but usually you hear the story of like somebody who's at their lowest low and they hear a song that like hits something in their soul yeah and, and you know like saves their life or like you know helps them to kind of change the change gears and stuff i think that the value of art and like the interesting thing about art um uh, you know, as like a, a consumable thing, it, it's, it, it can do this weird thing that not a lot of things can do where it can actually speak to these deeper parts of a human being that aren't rational. Because like, like you were saying about Marshall's comic, it's like, it's newsprint and paper. And if I were like um, an alien looking down on the earth, you know, and maybe my, my civilization has no art, yeah. I would just be like, why did these people stare at like useless material? Yeah. You know, but then when, but, but it's so useful and it's so valuable and there's this beautiful artwork on it, which is like, by all means, just like decorative, but it's being, it's these decorations that are telling a story. And the fact that um, like, to me, anyhow, we should get into this at, at a further time, but I feel like, um, to me, that's really interesting, like just the idea of cognitive language, like the idea of language in itself, like these little symbols that are, are just symbols, but they have so much meaning because of what they communicate. And yet, like, once again, it's not really quantifiable. Yeah. Um, and like, so anyhow, we, we should do a whole a whole other uh, 48 hour art check on semiotics. That would be a yeah. good a really good one. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be super interesting. Yeah. Um so we do have to say at this point um we've had probably a couple months where we've been creeping <laughs> to the point where we do an hour long show three times a week 
um, on top of everything that we're trying to produce, uh, and it's starting to take a toll. So uh, we're recommitting to go back to our timer, which has already expired. <laughs> but um, we wanna we wanna go back and commit to. I think what we'd like to try um, is once a week, just letting it roll on, letting it run as long as as long as it runs, which is usually an hour, hour and twenty minutes, something like that. But um, but the other two times. Uh, maybe doing shorter topics and, and keeping it, trying to keep it to 15, 20 minutes. Um, totally agreed. So one of the things I'd like to know from the people in the chat, because uh, the reason that I've enjoyed going so long um, is because there's people that show up and they have these great conversations and they say things that like get me thinking about other stuff. And anyway, I just love that interaction. I love, you know, a, a big group of people that are like-minded, uh, you know, in their, in their pursuit of creation uh, talking about stuff. So I don't want to lose people. Um, and so my, my question is if you could choose, uh, Monday, Wednesday, or Friday for the long episode, um, I'm curious which, which day you would prefer us to go long. Cause I, yeah. I, I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter to me. Does it matter to you? Which, which day no. is the long one? Okay. So I'd love, I'd love in the chats and in the comments later, um, let us, let us know if you're like, Hey man, don't do Friday night. Friday night is date night. I never get to, you know, check in anyway or whatever. Um, Wednesday's great or whatever. What, give us, give us, give us time and we'll kind of, kind of tally that up and we'll, we'll experiment a little bit and try it out. Um, cause this whole thing has All been right. kind of an experiment. We've, we've kind of tweaked the format a little bit and we've moved things around and, and I feel like we've hit a sweet spot with the, with the people showing up the community, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's awesome. And so I don't want to like, uh, not give that, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't want to lose that with everybody because it's really cool. But at the same time, uh, you know, producing f- four to five hours of video content <laughs> a week on top of trying to get a project done is, uh, I, I went to bed at like three last night and you know, I, I'm still behind. So Totally agreed. Um, So speaking of the 15-minute limit, we should wrap it up, although I will say Chris in the chat said Monday or Wednesday work best for him. So if you guys chime in, um, great. If no one else chimes in, we're just going with Monday or Wednesday. So if you guys are like Friday people, you need to speak up. Yeah. Because so far, Chris Chris owns that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And uh, if you want to check out my stuff, you can always go to CoreyKerr.com. And uh, if you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, um, even if you listen to this live in the video and you don't listen to the podcast, go download the podcast and subscribe and review it because um, that helps get the word out even more. And you can always check that out at coreycurcom slash 48HR um, or just search for uh, either my name or Josh's name on any of the podcast apps and it should come up. Um, and you can check out Josh's stuff at quarterlystories.com, that soon to be scanned page. We'll be up soon uh, on on that, and you'll see also tapas.io. And uh, you guys rock. Thanks for showing up. Uh, we're gonna get some more get some more stuff done. So we'll catch you in a couple days. Bye.